I'm Meg. I'm Drea. I'm Tina. I'm Jess. And this is Pardon My Stash. Welcome to Pardon My Stash, a podcast about knitting and how awesome it is. Before we get into today's topics, let's learn more about our unique cast of characters. Unique is really the right word for it. Um, hey, hey, that's not nice, <laughs> but, but <true>. accurate. <laughs> um, so my name is Meg. I'm going to start us off. Um, I am a history teacher, a wife, and a mom to an adorable two-year-old. I have been knitting for 18 years. Uh, length is no indication of um, success. It took me many, many years before I even got comfortable doing anything other than garter stitch. Um, so, you know, for people who are knitting and who are still in that phase, it doesn't last forever. Um, <laughs> I started getting knitting uh, in college when my uh, friend in junior year learned how to knit at home. And she asked all of us in the dorm if we wanted to learn how to knit. And I did. It took me a few weeks to realize that the reason I wasn't getting it was because she was left-handed. And I am right-handed. So I was doing it all backwards. Um, another reason I really wanted to knit was because my my grandmother, who had passed away about six months earlier, had been a really prolific knitter. She made tons and tons of afghans, hats, mittens, um, and I wanted to follow in her footsteps. I really wanted to knit. I sometimes wonder what she would think about, you know, my knitting at this point. Um, on Instagram, I have, uh, I do have an Insta, and my name is Anahata Knits, Anahata for the fourth chakra, heart chakra. And turn it over to Drea. Hello. My name is Drea. I started learning how to knit when I was, I believe, in my late teens, maybe early 20s. Um, and Meg here on this podcast <laughs> taught me how to knit. I was actually a grief knitter. One of my friends had passed away overseas, and Meg gave me a craft to focus on, which really helped me through a lot of things. And I find myself um, revisiting knitting in various stages of my life as a coping mechanism through a lot of things. Um, I am currently knitting as like stroke recovery. So I feel really good about that. Lots of progress. Um, Oh, I am... I am 33 years old. I have a boyfriend. I have two cats. And I am an administrator at an irrigation company in Connecticut. And yarn is life. That is true. It's very true. Yes, I am. All right. Uh, (laughs) I'm Tina. (laughs) And I am a web developer, wife and mom as well. Uh, I've been knitting for 15-ish years, and I uh, as well learned from the wonderful Meg, who is sitting. I don't know if I go that today. far. Yes, <laughs> just the. I'm the just everybody's room. knitting mom. Yeah, you are my knitting. Mom. <laughs> Except for teacher. Um, I've been pattern designing and test knitting recently, so uh, have some a couple hats in the works, have some mitts in the works, all fun stuff. Um, and I also, uh, go on Instagram a lot and make a lot of silly reels. They're great reels. They are fantastic (laughs) reels. And if you want to check them out, my Insta handle is Fina Arena Knitwear. 
And how about you, Jess? <laughs> Jessica. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, uh, my name is Jess. <laughs> um, I work in retail. Uh, I, I have some cats and a child. <laughs> Some cats. I have some cats. <laughs> and a child. And a child. That's amazing. <laughs> um, they, I are, had, they are different things as well. They are different I just things. want to make sure that everybody's aware that the child All and my cats children. Are separate. All my children. Um, but it, it's an actual child. Um, I've been knitting for 30 ish years. And I actually learned how to crochet first. Um, from my grandmother, which I'm pretty sure was a way for her when she was babysitting us uh, to keep me uh, quiet and out of her hair. <laughs> but um, which it's it's actually funny because recently I realized she she taught me how to crochet doilies on old um, beer can pull rings. Which I had to look up because I thought maybe it was a fever dream because I was like, there's no way I learned off of, of soda tabs. That's not what they looked like. And uh, tabs on cans used to be very different. And she uh, she would actually like, you know, make it so they weren't dangerous for a six year old to be using. But uh, she was holding on to these from the 70s, though, because they stopped making these in, like, 75. She had just a box of rings that she tossed me one, and I'd start crocheting on, so that was interesting. Um, I learned knitting a year or so later. I started learning from my mother, had the same uh, issue as Meg, though. My mother is left-handed, and I could not figure out why I wasn't getting the stitching right. And then my grandmother came along and was like, oh, you just do it like this, and suddenly I magically learned how to knit because I understood the mirror. Um, <laughs> but I generally, uh, knit and crochet, um, crafting objects more than garments. I, uh, like I'm really into doing like amigurumi stuff. Um, I don't like things that have a particular pattern because I have trouble with boredom issues. Trouble? A lot of trouble. Just a little trouble. Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little Just trouble. A, Just like a, you know. How about some stock knit, Jess? <laughs> I may have some undiagnosed attention disorders going on, but, um, <laughs> but no, so, so that is, uh, that is w what I do. Uh, I do have an Insta, but, um, I'm probably going to be making a new one, so I'm not going to announce it here. And okay. So, um, that's our cast of characters. We're going to be. Um, coming to you from this podcast um, sporadically, and we're going to start off every session talking a little bit about what we're working on, super brief, you know, talk just a little bit about the project we're on and how it's going. So um, so I'm working on my second test knit. My first test knit was uh, the Seed Dot Beanie by Fienerina Knitwear, Tina's Woo! first pattern. It's going yeah. live in a couple of weeks. No, less than a week. Oh, less than a week. September okay. 1st. September yeah. 1st. Tuesday. Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday. Um, so I'm working right now on a test knit for uh, Lurks and Whimsies on Instagram. It's called the Feodora Capelet. It's going live in a couple of weeks, mid-September. Um, I have finished the color work on it. It was a really fun project. Um, unfortunately, right now, I am doing about five inches of gray stockinette, 
which good is, for you. Oh God, let me tell you, <laughs> so it's it's you. worth it because I love how beautiful this is, and I'm gonna I have pictures on my Instagram when you're posting it when I'm finished. Um, it's a beautiful, beautiful project. The pattern was fantastic, really easy to read, but this is a lot of stockinette. It's a lot of stockinette. So that's fair, but the colors look really good. The it's, blue and the gray. Yeah, the it's a blue and a gray. Work. So yeah, it's, I love it. So. I'm torn it's gonna because be, I love it, but I think I'd die. You would die. <laughs> I think you'd be fine with the color work, but I think once you got to the stockinette, I think that would be your undoing. I'll hire someone for stockinette. You're not hiring me, dear. <laughs> I'm available. <laughs> Are you, Drea? <laughs> Drea? I feel like I can't screw up stockinette, so That's yeah, fair. I am available. <laughs> um, I am currently working on our last knit along i have just gotten to the border of the more simple lines shawl um i've had surprisingly a lot of difficulty with this but fairly speaking i did have a very rough july so i feel like i'm back on track and it's it's gonna go coming along smoothly for the rest of it i hope yes you got till october i do we're, we're all going to wear our more simple lines shawls to the New England Fiber Festival. Yeah, that's actually in November. So oh, you have even more time. Have more time. You have more time. Yeah. yeah. So plenty of time. So what I'm, I'm not working on anything at this moment because I was so excited for our podcast. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot to pick up a project. <laughs> So you came to a knitting podcast and you didn't bring your knitting. I actually have my knitting. It Would is... you like to do some courtesy rows of this gray stockinette? <laughs> no, I do not want to do. Do you courtesy feel left rows. out? You can. No, you can do no, this. I don't want to do the courtesy. Nobody rows. wants to do this. No, the project that I'm currently I'm currently working on a couple of things, a uh, couple uh, pattern designs, uh, finish finishing up uh, some fingerless mitts, uh, designed for that. But the current project project I'm working on that I'm actually physically knitting is the fist cardigan for ocean knits and it's this size 19 needle super large oversized cardigan sounds cozy it sounds it's yeah it's it's very cozy i'm pretty excited about it but she's extending into plus sizes and i'm pretty pumped about that so hoping that uh, doing this can encourage others to pick up her patterns and get to it so what about you, Jess? I am currently working on a Loch Ness monster amigurumi for a friend of ours, uh, Baby. Um, it's The main pattern is out of the book Unicorns, Dragons, and More uh, by Meteor Books. There's a bunch of different authors in it and a lot of cute little amigurumi. I say little, but this thing is actually a lot bigger than I thought it was it's, going it's to be. It's quite large. Um, super cute. Still child size, but uh, yes, it's, it is it's pretty the size big. Of a small I'm, child. I'm glad I got this giant of a small child. <laughs> ball of yarn because I could have been in trouble otherwise. Um I, I, and I've, I've tweaked the pattern a little bit because there are just certain parts that I, I liked a different look for. But um, currently, I am fighting with a magic circle that doesn't want to cooperate with me. But once that gets going, it'll go along pretty well. I'm thinking. Awesome. 
Okay, so our first episode today, we're going to talk about um, how to get into knitting. I'm assuming that some of you, most of you who are listening have already gotten into knitting. So this is also a good kind of intro. If you are thinking about showing your friends how to knit or getting a craft circle started, um, what are some of the uh, basics to getting started? What are the best ways to get started? Um, And what are some of the biggest beginner pitfalls and how do we avoid them? So if you want to get into knitting, um, what should we know? What what should we know and tell people about how to get into knitting? Well, first, you have to get past the bouncer. There's a knitting bouncer that prevents you from entering said knitting craft. Into, okay, maybe it's not. Maybe it's just me. Do we need that's to that's a hot the, tip there? That's that's my hot tip. That's your hot tip. We okay. need to pass the trials and tribulations before we can pick up the needles. All right, lesson, so. lesson one, if you run into a gatekeeper... Ignore them. Yeah. Stay away from them. See, I was yeah. getting to there a point. There are no gatekeepers to knitting. Okay. Help me get no. to my point. Cool. I'm glad I helped out. I'm glad I did something. There is no wrong way to do it so long as you're having fun. Yeah, it definitely. It's... No, on a serious note, it's very annoying to see certain people present it in a way that you have to immediately know how to do it the right way or you have to immediately know how to do certain things to be able to get into knitting or crochet or any craft whatsoever. And there's just it, having that kind of boundary is not going to help anybody get into it. So uh, I definitely think, you know, the bouncer, so to speak, not not fun, not allowed. No, no, not wanted. Literally, the best way to start getting knitting is to find a friend who knits or take a class um, go to a local yarn store and go to an open knit or a stitch and bitch. If a you don't of, know uh, any knitters, smaller local yarn stores will usually have some sort have of an open knit session. Open knit and if you're not comfortable there, or if they they are like gatekeepers, leave and go somewhere else. You're not there, obligated to stay. No, yeah. there are tons of wonderful people that are willing to sit and show you the basics. If somebody makes you feel uncomfortable or um, you know tries to gatekeep or tells you you're doing it you know, you're doing things wrong and you don't like what you're hearing, you can go someplace where you're more comfortable. So, yeah. And there's plenty of different groups out there and def in different yarn stores too. Mm -hmm. So you can definitely pick out what makes more sense for you. Mm -hmm. Um, I know back before COVID hit that you could really use meetup.com to find local knitting groups around you. Uh, if you couldn't find it in your local yarn store, um, but even I know even in Connecticut, not naming names, but we have stores that we like and stores that we do not like. Yeah, in a future and, podcast, we'll be talking about the ones we like. Yeah, <laughs> we will not, not talk, the ones we don't. Like. We, those other ones shall not be named, but the the ones that we like for sure, we'll definitely talk about those. Give them a shout out. Um, but well, but it's it's true that you kind of have to feel it out and see what's more welcoming what's more wanting you there what is more comfortable comfortable yeah, yeah. for sure heck what do you remember what you're looking for like so sure um so another thing that i feel like needs to be said is a lot i feel like a lot of people quit early on because they get frustrated that they're not perfect right off the bat mm-hmm. um i'm a perfectionist Dre is a perfectionist we're both virgos we can't help it you should you should see my first scarf oh Nobody's first scarf is good. Mine had a hole in it. Uh, mine had two holes in it, and it was all like wobbly on the edges because I magically picked up stitches and lost <laughs> stitches as I went along. You're gonna do that too. Like, 
your your first piece of work is going to be garbage. And Jess, I know you said something earlier about oh, um, you know, your first project y- y- that I think you should throw in there. Your, your first uh, project always start simple. Your best bet is something with a knit pearl, a scarf, or a blanket. Nothing with too many uh, increases, decreases. Start with what you're going to end with. Gauge has no meaning. Needle size has no meaning. Yarn weight has no meaning. Your first project, comfort, should be your only goal. Learn how you knit, how tight you knit, how loose you knit, how, or crochet works as well, how the yarn feels, how it looks, what feels right. And once you get through that project, you'll have a better understanding to move forward. So nothing has any meaning. Nothing has any meaning. And that first project, not really. Yeah, no. And your goal should not be to have a, I mean, it should be to, f- to have a finished project. I gifted my first project. Yeah, so did I, and my mother never wore it. Shout out to mom. Yeah, hi mom. Also, <laughs> also, also gave mine to my mom, and she looked at it and was like, uh-huh. <laughs> I never finished my I, first project. Um, to, to I be- actually don't think that I still have that first project. Yeah. I, was it burned? I believe I kept it from myself, <laughs> but I think I threw it away at some point during one of my moves. You were just like, no I mean, more. it's fair. Yeah. It's your, your first piece doesn't need to be like, you don't need to save it even. I mean, when we remember when you tried teaching Paul how to knit and he just kept pulling it out and yes. restarting. I mean, it, your, your goal is just to get comfortable with the muscle memory. It's not to have this fantastic first project. The first time I tried to knit a hat, um, I started the decreases too early. <laughs> I decided that since I was knitting a hat on size nines, but I only had size four double points that wasn't a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm. You may mock me now. Yes. Um, mock, and mock, when I mock. finished it, it was literally a knitted yarmulke. Oh. Like, it really was. And my, my then boyfriend was hysterical. And to be fair, I thought it was funny too. And But I didn't get upset about it because I'm like, okay, I learned some things today. And the next day I bought some more yarn and I bought the right size needles and I made a wearable hat. Guys, so. a yarmulke is still a hat. Right, but it's not wasn't the goal. <laughs> you still succeeded. I still succeeded. So anyway, it's it, what you should not do is beat yourself up. You should not get upset with yourself for not being perfect. Um, practice is going to make perfect. Practice makes perfect. It also down the line you'll find like you do want to start that project, and all you have is the big yarn and the four needles and the one hat pattern, and you will figure out how to adjust that pattern and make it work. That might just be you. I am also a Capricorn and we make stuff work for us, okay? Like, this is, this is going to work because you are also, I don't have time. You are also very good at jerry-rigging anything <laughs> that yeah. you come across. If it's not working for you, you make it work for you. Guys, I don't have time to fix it, okay? Jess it's, it's is just MacGyver. Look, you, you got to do what I want you to do because... Of- Definitely when you're buying materials and equipment and everything that you need to get knitting um definitely don't go for the most expensive stuff Mm. right away also don't go for the the fun stuff oh yeah like i would get just a basic like a worsted you know a, Mm. a, a like a four ply or something I would not start with fun fur or boucle mohair. or mohair. Silk. Yeah. Silk. Honestly, yeah, something that's not going to um, fray easily mm. because. And depending. something that has a little bit of give. I probably wouldn't start on a cotton or, no, or knit, like a linen. Knit with some wool or a wool acrylic blend. Something and something that feels good on your hands. 
you're going to be knitting for like this project for a long time. If you are knitting with yarn that is scratchy, you're going to hate your project real fast. To this day, I still don't buy yarn if it doesn't feel good in Mm -hmm. my hands. No, same. And that being said, acrylic is not bad. It's, there is no. fantastic acrylic. There are out ranges there. of acrylic. They've got yeah, this so ain't your grandma's acrylic yeah. yarn anymore. It's yeah. not. It's it's actually I like a lot of acrylics. Yeah, these my sister days. only knits nice. with acrylics. You know, um, and they're super soft. Yeah, some of them are. Yeah, yeah. Michaels and Joanne's uh, have great options. That I mean, they have especially terrible when, options too, but they also have great <laughs> options. Well, especially when you're starting out because they are cheap, and yeah. it's not like if because it, it does happen, you will be pulling out or pulling stitches, and uh, that yarn will start to break down a bit if it's the same yarn all the time. So you mm-hmm. want to be aware you may have to be cutting it at some point and picking it back up if it gets mm-hmm. too frayed. Yeah. Um, so you want something that's you know not thirty bucks for. 100 yards <laughs> well I've, I've even gotten um pretty decent acrylic yarn at walmart when i was making mm. blankets they have really cute mandala yarn yeah that oh, i really like seen those yeah it's not bad i haven't bought it yeah but it's really good that. for like baby clothes mm-hmm. side note those of you getting your friends into knitting and i'm sure you probably have some of this yarn left over that you know you got at the time when you were learning but you're not really using anymore this is a perfect time to gift it to someone else who is learning so they get free yarn. Don't give them just crap stuff, though, guys. Be, just, be a little yeah. nice. Be nice. Like, Don't give them your fun fur. Be, be nice. Fun fur. <laughs> fun fur may be fun. Honestly, I like working with fun fur, depending on the project. They make great, like, little stuffed toys and whatnot. Not a great thing to start with, because it is really hard to tell the difference from what is the actual yarn and what is the fuzzy bit sticking off of it. Yeah, so there's no stitch definition. Get something a little bit... um. Uh, and don't don't choose black for your first project, guys. No. Like, hey, oh. hey. Like, hey, black yarn is great. Girl, black yarn is not beautiful, but not for your first project. My first shawl was in black. Was it really? It was, but it uh, wasn't your first project. No, <laughs> fair, but honestly, and I really like it, black yarn. <laughs> any any dark color yarn as yeah. a first project is is not it's like true. You can't see the stitch definition as as well as if you have something that has, it's a little bit lighter. Yeah, I agree. Or if you're going to start with a a dark colored yarn first, uh, get a light colored needle. Yeah, that will do it. That's where the bamboos come in handy because they're super light wood and darker yarn shows up on it better. And we cannot forget to shout out YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Yes. If, If you are learning a new skill... YouTube, thousands of videos. Oh, I use YouTube all the time. Sometimes I use YouTube because I'm doing something, like I'm doing a single stitch crochet and I'm like, why does this look weird? And it's just because I've been doing it for a while, but I'll pull up YouTubes and be like, do they crochet the same way I do? Am I doing something wrong for 30 years? It could be. (laughs) No, but YouTube's a great resource, and and Instagram videos too. Uh, mm, I yeah. I actually yeah. uploaded one the other day about doing a certain stitch because I it was very kinda, informative. I couldn't figure out YouTube, <laughs> <laughs> but I it was easier to upload to Instagram. But but there's definitely videos out there that will show you specific stitches. You just literally have to if you look in your the pattern you're using and it says knit together, and you're like, what does that mean? or K2 TOG, that's what it would show up mm-hmm. as. And you're like, what does that mean? You would just type that into YouTube and there'll be at least 50 videos of people demonstrating it yeah. for you um, in various ways. And obviously there's the two different styles, the continental and the English, and you can have the videos will show you either way, whatever way that you decide to learn in that aspect. Mm-hmm. 
Well, thank you for that delightful dialogue. Um, so to wrap up this uh, this podcast this week, we're going to talk about the biggest mistakes we made when we started knitting. Um, so who would like to start? I've started every single time. So um, I decided that I was going to knit a Chanel scarf for my brother. And my yarn broke on that one project about six times because there was no give to that yarn. And I was a very, very tight knitter when I started learning how to knit. I feel like knitting with Chanel is uh, one of those pitfalls that we should have kind of mentioned in the first, that, that other segment there that, yeah, it, it breaks really yes. easily. You need to be working with some big needles to knit with Chanel. I was not. you know i had the same problem i think the second scarf i tried to knit i did the same thing and i think i broke the yarn about five or six times before i just said i'm done and threw it out and got a new yarn it's fair it's obnoxious uh for me it would i wrote something down but i'm actually going to disagree with it because i just thought about honestly learning on straights when i should have learned in the round like on circulars i find even if i'm not making a hat or something circular Circular needles are just so much easier to work on than straights. They're a lot more manageable. I agree with you. They're a little bit more Mm -hmm. flexible. If I'm working on something like say I'm working on um, a cardigan body, Mm -hmm. um, it's just a lot easier to work all the way around like that. Even if it doesn't connect necessarily, it's just easier to do that instead of working on straights. And even if I was, I was doing a swatch the other day and I still pulled out my circular circulars. (laughs) I did not. I was like, Oh, look at the straights over there. Mm, No, I'm not going to do it. Not going to see. I'm just (laughs) laughing because you said that you were doing a swatch. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you have to do swatches at some point. I don't think I've ever done a swatch. Really? Okay, when you if you ever start doing garments, you have to do a swatch. I, I haven't either. I'm okay, just I'm be serious. serious. Am I the oh, only no? Part? Girl, okay, you I did swatches. Okay, I thank swatch. you. Okay, thank you. I told I, you I'm a Capricorn man. The yarn does what I wanted to. <laughs> like the swatch. Okay, I was I was very much like pushaw swatches until one time I went to knit a top for myself and I knit it way too large and it was obnoxiously large and I was like I really should have swatched. And then I would have realized my gauge is way too big. And then, yeah, no, swatching. It, it, sw- okay, I will. One day. One day. Hats, scarves, cowls, even gloves. Shawls. Shawls. Yeah. Not necessary. <laughs> Sweaters, sh- like sh- camis, stuff I like that. I will consider it when we do our Rhinebeck sweaters next year. Oh, fair. Yeah. You'll need to. It will be a consideration. You'll be very upset if you get all the way to the end and oh, then you yeah, realize girl. that you messed you up. Might you might want to do it before we do the Celtic shawl in this, the winter, too. Just the to make shawl? sure you. Yeah. Just to make sure you don't run out of yarn. Oh, that's mm, fair. You yeah, know? That's, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Knitting. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, that's, that's the reason why I, I am a loose knitter. So Super loose. I, Very loose. Listen, whole bag. <laughs> <laughs> I am too. I, I know I'm, you are, no, lady. I'm saying I'm very literally loose as well. when I was doing the test knit for your hat and I was knitting and I'm like, I think Tina might be looser than I am. Yeah, no, we were both loose. High and five. Then, and then I went to went to. Uh, but we were test. also the only two that swatch. That's true, <laughs> apparently. Because <laughs> then I went to uh, my group of test knitters afterwards, and all of them were like, "Wow, I really can't meet Gage. What kind of needles did you use?" <laughs> and I'm 
like, guys, it's it's we're just really loose. I'm sorry. We're All I have ladies. to say is I didn't run out of yarn though. You didn't. Yeah, you did it. That was amazing. I was Perfect shocked. Amount. Perfect, because the yarn did what it wanted it to. Oh my god! Listen, just for those of you, you that, that are listening, yarn into submission. <laughs> it's not. It, no. <laughs> if you were knitting a garment, don't be like Jess. Yeah, it's probably it's probably the worst. I, I would have gladly thrown on a, a last row of a different yarn that would have driven other people nuts because that's how I work. But oh. Quick add-on, though, quick tip to uh, using circulars instead of straights. If you are worried about maybe the project falling off the end, just get a point protector, put it on the end you're not using at the time, and flip them off every every time you switch it, and you don't have to really worry about it when you're not doing something else. Yeah, and they're literally two ninety nine yep. at Joann's or Michael's. Cheap. Yep. Mm. So It's great. It's great for when you lose all of them. Yeah, my kid runs off with them all the time. <laughs> yeah. I must have like 40 in this house. Candies. Yeah, candies. She thinks they're candy. Thank God she doesn't eat them. She, she knows they're them. She knows they're not candies. But she know. likes to pretend they are. <laughs> um, um, I, I want to say probably my biggest mistake um, was not trying anything new for so long. I started knitting when I was 20 years old. And... It was five years before I attempted to learn a purl stitch. So for five years, I did nothing but garter stitch. I did nothing but scarves, um, which is not a bad thing. I mean, my, my younger sister, I taught her how to knit. She does one by one rib scarves. They're beautiful. She loves to do them. There's nothing wrong if that's your thing. I desperately wanted to be a better knitter, but I got scared. Um, I got intimidated by it. The best thing about knitting is that you can pull it out. If you make a mistake, you can pull it out. You can try again. You can make it perfect. Um, unless you literally take scissors to your knitting. We'll talk about steaking some other time. Um, you can't ruin it. You can always pull it out. Um, so I kind of am at the point where I recommend once you get past your first project, you should try a hat right away. Learn how to do ribbing, learn how to do knit and purl, learn how to do decreases. Um, because once you get past that first hat, now you've learned, you've learned how to cast on, to knit, to purl, to switch to larger needles, to do some other stitches, to do decreases, to kitchener it off, you know. And to knit in the round. And knit in the round. Um, yeah. And you get out of that rut of not doing anything but garter stitch scarves and, and hats are really fast they're so fast they're that's so the fast. other thing too is that garter stitch scarves can be really soul-sucking they take forever unless you're knitting with really really big needles and big big yarn they can take months mm -hmm. um a hat like i said earlier with the yamaka story i banged out a hat in 48 hours on my second attempt so, and that was a hat that fit, not a yarmulke. So um, they're a lot faster and they give you a bigger rush. Like you feel like you, you can, you're capable of doing more. And a lot of that tied in, I think, to that perfectionism that we talked about earlier, where I felt like if it wasn't perfect, then it wasn't good enough. And it's not the case. Your, your first stuff isn't going to be perfect. You should just try to learn as much as you can and get comfortable with as much as you can. So that'd be my biggest mistake. That is about all the time that we have for today. Uh, tune in next week for another rambunctious episode of Laughs, Tears, and Drama at Pardon My Stash. <laughs>